Easy World. Good day, good evening, good night, good morning, whatever time you're listening to this. What's up, everyone? This is your man, Ann Boogie. Don't worry about the name. Get used to the voice. And this is another episode of Keeping the Towel. Thank you. I'm grateful to have you here with me. And I need you to make sure that you're ready to get into the ring, get into the fight. Hopefully, you're still in the fight as we are also making sure that we're going to be our best and try our best to become victors each day in every small way, and in the end, become the one standing at the center of the ring with our hands held high. Am I right, y'all? Something that's been weighing on my heart for a minute, man, and um, as we're about to get up into all this, here's what I need you to make sure that you get yourself and get ready to get into the fight because it's so real and it's so true i need you right now to go ahead and get yourself out of the locker room get yourself out of the corner because now folks the round has started and we're about to get up in this and ladies and gentlemen here's what i want to go ahead and talk to you about and that is do you see it you heard me do you see it That's the biggest thing. Do you see it? And I want to make sure that you can see it. And whatever that is, whatever it is for you to be able to see. What I mean is, just imagine, as I've told you before, that you have this plan, this vision in your mind. And the thing is, is that, as we know, through life, we're going to get hits. We're going to get a lot of hits. We're going to get some blows. We're going to get some uppercuts, some hooks. We're going to get some rabbit punches. Yeah, and if the rapper's looking, it's illegal. And then you'll get some low blows, which we don't like. Of course we don't like those, but it happens. This happens. And so what I need you to understand is that as you're going through this, do you still see it? Do you see it? One thing I've always loved about Muhammad Ali is just that fact that this man always saw himself as the champion. If you ever read about his life when he was in Louisville, Kentucky, it was actually a police officer after he, I think he stole a bike or he was running away from some trouble. And the police officer actually just put him into the gym and that's what got him into where it is, falling in love with boxing. And the thing was, as he grew, he always saw himself as champion. Same thing with Mike Tyson, a.k.a. Iron Mike. Custom model was the one who actually saw him as being the champion, who actually saw him as being the one who can go ahead and be the heavyweight champion of the world. And he actually saw him not just as heavyweight champion, but he saw him as the youngest heavyweight champion ever. And this is what custom model saw in Mike. And Mike said it himself. He didn't see that, but Cus saw that. As time progressed, Mike Tyson started seeing himself as champion. And he not only just saw himself as champion, but he also saw himself as nobody beating him. See, that's something incredible when you can see that for yourself. So that's why I ask you, do you see it for you? 
What do you see? That's the most important thing. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as we're going through life, we're always going to have somebody who's going to question us why you're doing certain things. What's the purpose of you doing certain things? You'll get put down. You'll get questioned. You'll get doubters and haters, whatever it is. But the thing is, is that what do you see? Do you still see what that is for yourself? That's the most important thing. Do you see that for yourself? Many of us don't. Many of us don't see these things for ourselves because we get so caught up in, oh man, if I don't look like this, if I don't do that, if I don't have, and it's like, wait, this got nothing to do. It's all about you seeing it for yourself. And that's the most important thing. What do you see? And the crazy thing is, is that many of you right now, you saw something incredible for yourself. Whatever that thing is, whatever it may be, you saw yourself getting a home, your first home ever. You saw yourself driving a brand new whip. You saw that. And I mean, not, not, not talking about those of you who, who change a whip every two years or three years. No, I'm talking about those, finally, I can buy myself a car. Finally, I'm able to get myself out of debt, put myself in financial freedom. I'm able to do these things. I'm able to go put myself into college. I'm able to go ahead and get my GED, or I'm able to go and get something that you always wanted to attain. And the thing is, is that you, you were your biggest enemy. Not if... Not if others see it, but what do you see? And you know what? You're going to always have somebody who's going to say, well, you know, I don't know if I can see that. That's fine that they don't see it. But the most important thing is, what do you see? And the thing is, is that we talk our, talk our own selves out of things and we let other people talk us out of whatever we want to do for ourselves, whatever we see us doing. Okay, it's going to sound silly to them. Of course, it's going to sound silly. What else you think? Because when it's something big, going to sound difficult to other people to, to fathom or to even comprehend if your dreams don't scare you it's not big enough it's so real if it doesn't scare you it's not big enough we choose to see glimpses of it instead of trying to see the whole picture and you got to visualize yourself doing what you want what it is that you see yourself doing you got to visualize it but the thing is is that we want other people to see it for us let me put that to you again. We want other people to see it for us before we see it. That's the most dangerous thing you can do for your vision. But you want other people to see it for you. Why? Why do you want somebody to see what it is for you? You have to see it for yourself first before everybody else can see it. Because if you don't have no passion towards it, therefore you don't see it. If you don't see it, you're not going to speak with passion. If you don't see it, you're not going to be able to put other people on and go in detail about what it is that you see for yourself. You're not going to be able to do that. We get caught up. We only want to see parts of the vision. And I do mean not, not a big part, but a small part. But we want other people to see it first. No, you got to see it for yourself. Other people can control that vision. I think this will be better for you. I think that will be better for you. I think you should be doing this. I'm telling you, when growing up, I've had people in my life tell me what I should be, what I will be better suited for in my life. I was told I can go ahead and be a computer analyst. I had no clue what the hell a computer analyst was. But, oh, only thing I was told, you make a lot of money, supposedly. This is when now computers are taking over we're starting to now make his big move and taking over. But I didn't know what that was. I didn't even own a computer. I was a kid. I didn't own one. In fifth grade, when I said, never forget, I said that I wanted to be a veterinarian. Never forget it. A bunch of us in class. And I said, I want to be a vet 
when I grow up. And the question was, why you want to do that? And I said, I love animals. And then I think, it was, yeah, it was, my, it was a teacher, a Spanish teacher, I think it was. And she simply said to me, that time I didn't have the grades. She said, I don't know. I don't know about you. She said, but you can go for being a garbage man. The whole class laughed at me. I didn't have that incredible passion for being a vet. But she said, I don't know about that for you, but you can be a garbage man. She just said, oh, don't laugh, everyone, because, listen, he can make a lot of money doing that. And then she started mapping it out. And I think at the time, sanitation workers were making, I think, $52,000, I think more than teachers at the time. And she said, yeah, this is what you can make. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, 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 I want to do that, too. Well, more so the fellas was like, yeah, I want to do that, too. But I didn't want to be a sanitation worker. No disrespect to any of them because they do some serious work there. I didn't see that for myself. I didn't. Somebody else saw a different vision for me, and I ran with it. I ran with that. When somebody told me that, yo, you should be a computer analyst. Again, didn't know what it was, and I wanted to do that. Yeah, I'm going to be a computer analyst. I had no clue what a computer analyst was. Didn't have a clue. And I kept saying that for years till somebody finally sat me down and said, listen, what's a computer analyst? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what a computer analyst is. Said, okay, so why do you want to do it? Because it's good to do. Right. So once again, why do you want to do it? Why do you want to do it? Once again, I had no answer. And then finally the question was, what do you really want to do? After my dreams and thoughts of being a veterinarian was down the drain. I could tell you God out truth. I had no clue what I wanted to do. And I'm talking about from what? All of junior high school, I guess. I didn't know until finally about what? Seventh grade, eighth grade. That's when I said, I want to go in the NBA. Pipe dream. But that's what I wanted to do. I love basketball. But the thing was, I was passionate about it. And I promise you, once I saw that for myself, and I mean, I'm making jerseys. Like I'm... <laughs> getting these wife beaters and I'm putting I'm marking it with my name on it and everything and I'm rolling with it I remember the college I wanted to go to UCLA I always wanted to play for the Bruins and and I marked that up I had a yellow vest never forget I had a yellow vest and I marked that with the UCLA my name on it and everything and I rolled with it because I said yo I could see myself doing this and no one spoke me out of that I mean no matter what people say yo but you're not on the team you're not here nobody's picking you up I said I'm gonna get into the NBA once again what do you see that's what it is not if others see it but do you see it and then when people start seeing how passionate I was with it I had uh, my boys started popping in like I could see us playing together but that's what we need did I get into the NBA absolutely not definitely not but that was my passion that was my passion so you see I saw it I saw it and folks that's the thing a lot of you don't see these things for yourself. You don't. Because the fact is, you let other people direct your life story. And some of you have done that. Some of you let your parents do it, your siblings do it, your teachers do it, whoever in your life do it for you. Your managers, your supervisors, they direct your life for you. And then you say, man, I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to be here. Somebody directed you financially. You know what? If you invest in this, this would be the best thing. If you invest in hot dogs, you're going to be a millionaire in 10 years. 10 years later, you just got a bunch of hot dogs in your fridge or your freezer, wherever. You're not a millionaire. Someone told you to buy a certain car. Someone told you to buy a certain house. Buy more house because it's going to be more banged for your buck. And then the housing market popped and you were stuck in an upside down mortgage. You had to leave the home. You had to short sell it. You had to sell it fast or 
worse foreclosure and no money see because what do you see for you it's not what they see for you just like when somebody comes into your home and somebody go ahead and say you know i I like i like the house but why you got these couches that's not their house that's your house think about that will you let somebody tell you what kind of furniture you you need no you know what you need why because they're just going to sit on it for an hour two hours or however long they're going to be there you will sit on it for duration that you're in that place You're going to sleep on that couch. You're going to go ahead and sit on it. You're going to do a lot of things on that couch. You're going to eat on that couch. You're going to go ahead and watch movies on that couch. Then you're going to fart in that couch. Let's call it what it is. You're going to do all that in that couch. So you want to make sure that couch is comfortable for you. That's the most important thing. What do you see? It's about what you see. Do you see it and not if others do? So what if they don't see it? So what if your parents don't see you being an artist? They don't see you being a dancer for a ballet company or a dance company that tours the world of course they're not going to see that they're going to say that's not a job okay that's for them but do you see it you're being the author oh you really want to write a book they don't see it people don't see it but do you see it do you see yourself writing those pages do you see yourself with a table in front of you and you're shopping your book and you're pushing it out there do you see that okay that's what matters do you see it i'm never worried if people don't see what i see I used to be a prisoner of that. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to a man who is a prisoner of what others saw of him and trying to mold and conform. And there's a lot of you out there right now. You're trying to mold and conform yourself to go ahead and match what these people see for you instead of what you see for you. It is tiring. It's tiring because you got to keep matching. Oh, I got to go and do this and I got to go and get this and I got to get this degree and get that degree. So I'm all degreed up and I'm feeling good about it because I can brag about how many degrees I got. But guess what? You're nowhere happy with your damn self because you're degreed up. That's it. Nowhere near happy. How does it feel? You could talk about all these advanced degrees. Nothing. Get it now. What do you see? It's about what you see for you. Not what others see. Their vision is not for you is not going to count. Is what you see for you. So ladies and gentlemen, that's what I care about. I want you to see you being a victor. That's what I see for you. All right? Ladies and gentlemen, this is your man, Aunt Boogie. And this is another episode of Keeping the Towel. And again, what do you see, not what others do? That's what matters. All right? So world, if you want to catch me on my social media platform, catch me on IG. At I am Aunt Boogie 3000, at I am Aunt Boogie 3000 on Twitter, Aunt Boogie 3000 on Twitter, Aunt Boogie 3000. Here's what I always want you to know wipe the blood, wipe the sweat, wipe the tears, and whatever you do, don't you dare throw in the towel. I will check you when I check you. I will see you when I see you. I'm out. The round is now over. Peace.